Blog Talk Radio. Nehemiah 6 and Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen. Amen. Lifting up their hands, they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. When we receive a word from the Lord, our answer should be, Amen. Let the church say, Amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. So let the church say amen. Let the church let them say amen. If you believe the word, let the whole church say amen. God has spoken. So let the church say amen. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. God has spoken. So let the church Say amen. No. Thank you, Lord. God has spoken. So let the church say
agree with him and what he said. He said today that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. He said we are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We can look to the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth today. And so if he spoke these words, we just say amen. Hallelujah. We believe and agree. Yeah. And we continue on in him. I'm grateful unto Almighty God this morning for all he has done and uh, what he's doing right now because he's doing great and mighty things for us right now and what he's going to do. He's going to continue to bless us in the future. And so we thank him for all he has done, all he is doing, and all he is going to do. Yeah, over and over daily, we thank him. We can look to the hills. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. From which cometh our help. All of our help comes from the Lord. Yeah, he made the heavens and the earth. Guess what? It's his. The fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. And it's so special to me because I'm a part of it. Yeah, he allowed me to be a part of it. I'm not lost in sin. I know my Redeemer lives. Today, I can even say I'm one of the redeemed. He redeemed me back to him. Adam and Eve messed up in the garden. <laughs> but God found a way through his son, Jesus Christ, the shedding of his blood, his suffering, the redeemed man back to him. So again, this morning, I can say, I am one of the redeemed. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, they had a thing they called pop your collar. It was a worldly thing. And you would snap your collar on your shirt or, or your coat or, or your dress. You pop your collar. And that means, you know, you was just all of that. And some days when I think on the goodness of the Lord, when I think of where he brought me from, when I think of his love for me, oh, Barbara, <laughs> he loved old Barbara. It makes me want to pop my collar. Yeah, it makes me want to bow down to him because he's been good to me. I could still, at 65, I could still be in the world sinning. I still could be out there crazy as a bed bug, as they say. Don't have my own mind and don't even know I don't have a mind because the enemy is controlling my mind. And I'm thinking it's me, but it's not me. But when I look at God and how much he loved me and how he gave me power, he gave me love, and he gave me a sound mind, I can't help but thank him today. I can't help but praise him because he's been good to me. Yeah, I'm stable. Yeah. You know, I, I, I tell you, folks lie on you. Not, they, they, folks lied on me and said I was on crack. I said, oh, goodness. My gracious life. That's deep right there. Wasn't on no crack, never did no cocaine, drugs, no heroin, nothing like that. Now, if they said I, I took drank some liquor and tried to tote some weed, yeah, you told the truth. Though. If they said she laid with me and she wasn't married, to, oh, yeah, 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 I did all of that. But drugs, uh-uh, they was never for me. And if I was going to deal with drugs, they was going to be for sale. It wasn't going to be for use. Yeah. And so, you know, they said all kind of things about me and this, that, and the other. 
But in the end, God proved them all wrong. And many of them who did all of that, they did and gone. And then those that are left, some of them crazy, like I said, a bed bug. But God has been good to me. Because no matter what was said, no matter what was done, I learned to continue on in him. And a lie is just that, a lie. It's not the truth. So there's no need for me to be concerned about a lie. Now, if they told the truth on me, yeah, I need to be concerned about the truth. Because what kind of truth am I putting out here? Yeah. God is faithful. God is faithful this morning. He is faithful daily. And he blessed us to wake up this morning. All of us closed in our right minds. We have been used to the activity of our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength. You got to speak that. Yeah. I'm not going around to, oh, my knee is a bomb knee. Nope, nope. I stopped all of that knee much better. Yeah. I'm quoting what he said about I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. That's what I'm saying. And another thing, I'm not running here, there, and everywhere. Uh-uh. I stand still. Because I know that he's God. And he's about to show me again that I am God. Stand still. Be still. Stop running over here and over there. Because if we do all of this, we get confused. Yeah. And I used to think about pastors who didn't want the, the people they were teaching to go to other places. But I could see not everybody is speaking a sound truth. And now every preacher is preaching with a sound mind. I know personally people, my goodness, mental health issues. I could counsel them right now and all of that will come out. Mental health issues, cussing, drinking, doing all kind of stuff. And people let them come and pray for them. People let them come and pray in their house. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's because they're following every wind and every doctrine. We must have a discernment of spirits. We must know Jesus when he comes. We must know Jesus is in the people that he's sending our way because that spirit in them will agree with the spirit in us. And if it's him, you're going to know it. If it's not him, you'll know it because they're going to do something weird that Jesus would never do. Yeah, they're going to think and act like Jesus, <laughs> he don't think and act. Yeah. See, he think on these things, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely. He think on pleasing the Father all the time. He keep his mind on the Father all the time. And you'll know the difference, but you must pay attention. The scripture says watch as well as pray. So we have to do that. We're watching. And we're praying. We're praying and we're watching. Yeah. And that way God won't allow anything to sneak up on you. Yeah. But when we're not watching and praying and we're not keeping our hearts to God, then many times different things will come in and take place. Yeah. But it's all right this morning in Jesus' name. So listen, we're going to morning prayer. After morning prayer, we're going to another song. And uh, when we come back from the song, we will do a little bit more encouraging, and then we're going to the final chapter, the fourth chapter of Ruth today. That's that final chapter. 
And if you remember, Ruth proposed to Boaz, and he told her that they had another kinsman who had the dibs on her uh, first. And if this kinsman is not willing to step up, you know, and, and, and receive her and help her and Naomi, then he certainly would. So we're about to see what happens in the final chapter, hallelujah, of Ruth. Our glory to his majesty. Uh, we thank him this morning. So let's pray. Father, we thank you today. We thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for waking us up this morning, closing our right minds. We thank you this morning that you're on our side today in spite of us. We thank you this morning for looking beyond our fault and yet meeting our needs. We thank you this morning that you are our God. And if you be for us, you're more than the whole world against us. We come in reverence unto you. We come bow down to you this morning to honor you as almighty God who have all power. There's no higher power. We thank you this day hmm, for all you've done, for what you're doing right now, Father, and what you're going to do. We thank you that you're the God that healed thee. And Lord, we come this morning and I bring myself and every caller and every listener and Father, we're asking you for total healing this morning, from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. Father, we're asking that you would heal us of mental health. God, whatever is not like you, heal us today. Heal our hearts and regulate our minds this morning. Father, we ask that you would allow your spirit to stand up in us, that we're not ashamed of the gospel. And Father, everywhere we go, we'll talk about your wondrous works and make known your deeds among the people. Help us this morning to be for you because you are for us. Help us to love you. And Father, we ask this morning that we don't have a form of godliness and we're denying, denying the power thereof. But that God, what we speak from our lips, it comes from our heart, that we are real, we're sincere. And that we're not holding no good thing back. We're not holding any evil thing. But that, God, we are who we are, and we want to be real. We want to be the people that you made us to be. Father, take away the impressing minds of your people. We want to impress others. We want to lie to others because we want them to think that we are who we are not. But, God, let us be real. And whatever we do for you, let it be real this morning. In the name of Jesus and daily, God, let it be real. Let us be us. Hallelujah. Set free. Hallelujah. For whom the Son set free, Father, is free indeed. We thank you this morning that we can come boldly before your throne of grace to make our petition known unto you. Again, I bring every call and every listener, every household represented here, those that are coming through the archives and the podcast. Father, we ask this morning that you would bless. Bless these, your people. Bless their families. God, bless their friends near and far. Open doors and make ways for them. But Father, you don't just make ways. You are the way. Hallelujah. The truth and the life. God, move today in a mighty way for your people. Some are struggling with bills and different things and God we know that you're a way maker we know that you're able and father this morning we're believing that you're willing 
We come this morning asking that you would heal again every manner of sickness and disease among your people in the name of Jesus. Lord, set us free from sickness so that we can obey your word, so that we can work wireless today. Lord, heal us so that we can be vineyard workers unto you. And Lord, we pray that you would send more laborers, but help us to lift you up. Help us to give more of you to people and less of us in the name of Jesus. Help us again, Father, not to be impressive, but to be real and show that you are real in us in the name of Jesus. We bring those that are incarcerated before you this morning, asking that you would bless, Lord. Bless the brethren there. God, move by your spirit and strengthen them, Lord, as they share and talk of your wondrous work and make known your deeds in the prison or in the name of Jesus. Remember those that are in every branch of the military this morning and their families. And Father, we ask that you would remember the administration of our military and that God, you would bless in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. Bless our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere. And Lord, we ask that you would open doors for them. Bless them to take care of their families, their children. God, those that have churches and, and going to church, Lord, do more in them concerning you. Teach them how to walk in the spirit that they don't fulfill the lust of their flesh. Help them to draw closer to you in the name of Jesus. And Father, those that can't mention your name out loud, God, they can't let others know that they're in your word. Lord, I ask that you will loose your protecting angels to stand watch, to shield and protect them. Keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger. All our brothers and sisters overseas, God, strengthen them in this hour. Bless like never before, spiritually, O oh God. Oh, let them walk with you daily in the name of Jesus. And Father, we ask this morning that you would bless widowers and bereaved families, intercessory prayer people, praying in the name of Jesus, preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus in obedience unto you and love for your people. Thank you this morning, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. And Father, we ask that you would bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem. Continue to stand watch. Continue to loose your angels. To stand watch for them. And Father, we ask this morning in the name of Jesus, the Lord, you would remind them that you are almighty God and that you're on their side. Keep them safe, God. Let no calamity come now their dwelling in the name of Jesus. And Father, remember America this morning, the leadership. Have mercy continue, O oh God. Forgive us, Lord, of all our sins and wrongdoings in the name of Jesus. And Father, even in our leadership, open doors for them. That God, they can seek you with their whole heart. Lord, open doors and make ways that they would know it's not about what they are talking about, but it's all about what your word says. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Have mercy this morning, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Then watch, Father. Lucia angels to shield and protect them. Keep them from hurt, harm, or danger. For God sent a shaking in them that they will only bring what you would have them to bring. Send a shaking in our leadership. That God, they would get a zeal. They would get an unction to follow your word. For your word is what's going to last. Your word holds true. It's going to do what you sent it out to do. Every word of God is pure. 
And Father, you shield unto them that put their trust in you. And help our leadership not to even trust themselves. But Lord, help them to trust you. In the name of Jesus. Bless the segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here today, O oh God. Move by your spirit like never before here this morning. Bless your people. Feed your people through your word. And Lord, I ask today that God, you will use me in your service here this morning to bless your people like never before. God, let it not be anything of me, but all of you for the sake of your people. You made them for your pleasure. And Lord, I lift you up, hallelujah, over your people, asking that you would bless those that are not comfortable. God, make them comfortable. Those who don't have joy, send joy their way this morning. And Father, remind them that the joy of the Lord is their strength. Help today, oh God. We need you like never before. In this hour, we're crying out to you. But Father, we need you. Hallelujah. Can't make it without you. We love you this morning. We're grateful to you. We appreciate you. And Father, we thank you. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Most of all, your love for us. We thank you this morning. We can't thank you enough. We ask it all again in your son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, his majesty. Oh, we give you glory. We give you the honor. And Father, we give you the praise. And Lord, we don't want to just rush away after we've asked for all we ask for and not give glorify you, not give you glory and honor. Thank you this morning. Hallelujah. All we thankful unto you. Glory to his majesty. We thank you this morning. Can't tell you thank you enough. Father, if we had 10,000 tongues, each one of us, and we begin to thank you, it would not be enough because you're more than. Hallelujah. More than we need. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, there's none like him. I can get lost in the praise. <laughs> I can get lost in giving him glory and honor because there's none like him. Uh, we can search all over. But Sean Mitchell said, still won't find nobody, nobody greater than Almighty God. Yeah, I'm thankful unto him this morning. I feel like praising and worshiping him. Yeah, because he's good to us. He's good to us. And there's none again like him. Let's go to this.
shall be today. Lord, send a fresh anointing upon me this day, that no matter what come my way, I will remember you. No matter what comes my way today, I will bless you at all times, and your praise shall continually be in my mouth. Holy Spirit, fall fresh today on me, and tomorrow I ask him again, Lord, let your spirit fall fresh on me. Because guess what? Each day he will do something different to prove to you that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm grateful to him. He showed me <laughs> Oh, he showed me something early this morning. It, it's already around 76 degrees here this early in the morning. And today they forecast that it would be 103. One, I mean, 102, 102 degrees here. So I went out early this morning to get some things done before the heat comes. And that way I don't have to go back out. Yeah, I told Nikki to, yeah, take tomorrow off. Nikki don't work in this heat like this. Because she's probably hydrated, dehydrated right now. And think I've been drinking enough water. No, no, you, you've been out in that heat too long. But I thank God I, I was able to get out, get done what I needed to do for the day, and get on back in. And I even let the AC run a little bit longer this morning. Yeah, so that I don't have to heat it up because once the house gets hot, it's pulling more and more and more from the AC, and it will bring the electric up more. So you learn some things over the years. If you want to keep your bill at a certain amount, and uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful because I don't pay it. So, I, but I I do the very best I can to keep it to the very minimum that I can. Yeah, what's possible for me to be comfortable with, but yet not overdoing stuff. 
Yeah, sometimes I, I don't wash every week. I wash every other week. Yeah, to save on the electric because, like I said, I don't pay it. So I'm not running it up since I don't pay the bill, you know. Some people, you invite them out to dinner. Uh, when they took their self to dinner, they would never spend that much money. But now that you're spending the money, they order the most expensive thing on the menu. I'm not that way. And I've had people say, go ahead and get what you want. And I did. But I didn't get filet mignon. I, di- I didn't get the extra large prongs. <laughs> oh, goodness. And all the craziness. My son took me to lunch and I ordered what I wanted, but I wanted another piece of fish. And I told the waitress, I said, I'll pay for the extra. He said, oh, come on, mama, don't do me like that. Mama, come on, don't do me like that. I was like, okay, dude. I don't know what I was doing to him. But, you know, he had already, I had already ordered lunch. And once I got through with everything, I didn't have enough fish. So I was just going to get one piece of fish and pay for it. But he was having a fit. But some people, because he know, man, he know that wasn't what I was doing. Well, you paying for it, I'm just going to order extra stuff. Yeah, I'm not like that. And I thank God for that, that I consider others. And if the world could do that, we would be in a better place. But it can't do it. It's, it's always thinking of coming up. People always thinking who don't have God. They always, and then some of them church goers, they always thinking of coming up on somebody else. You know, getting over, as they say, on someone else. But the believer, that's not our mentality. That's not the way we think. Our thought is to give more. Yeah, that's the way we think. Who can I give to today? Yeah, we're always thinking of giving more. Uh, You know, somebody hungry, and I cook the cabbage, and I cook too much because it's only me. And who could I give this cabbage to? And then sometimes I just make a chicken to go with the cabbage and rice and gravy and find somebody to give it to. Yeah. People always, and those that know me, you know, they always say, oh, you can cook, you can cook. Let me uh, get that. I'll take that off your hand. <laughs> yeah. And I'm grateful. He made cookies yesterday. Today I got to give them away. Yeah. So I put them in a Ziploc bag, and when it's cool enough, I go out and get rid of those cookies. Yeah, I can't have them in here because me and Weight Watchers will be in trouble again today with the cookies. But God is faithful, and uh, He know my heart, and He know I love cooking, and um, I don't have a bunch of folk here to cook for. Well, so when I cook, sometimes I overcook just just a little bit sometimes. And uh, I save it for another day. Sometimes I'm able to freeze things that will that I would like once it's been frozen. But some things, once it freezes, it, it just loses everything to me. Uh, not everything, but some things. But God is yet faithful that I'm able to give the food away. Because I hate throwing food in the trash. Good food that nothing is wrong with. Oh, I hate that with a passion. I search all over till I find somebody who wants the food. And sometimes I take it to uh, one of those shelters, you know, uh, battered women. I take it over to a shelter where, you know, they house people, homeless people, and that kind of thing, depending on how much. And if I don't have enough, like I said, sometimes I gather other things up and take it, you know, together. And God is faithful, and he blesses me. My cupboards are never empty. My freezer is never empty. My refrigerator is never empty. 
unless I clean it out. Yeah. Other than that, I always have food because I'm always giving food. Excuse me. Always giving food away. Always giving money somewhere. So I, I'm not rich yet. I'm getting there one day. <laughs> when he says so. But my pockets are never really empty, bad, because I'm always giving money somewhere, planting seed, doing something. And I was talking to Sister Spinner yesterday and just happened to open my wallet. And uh, because I went to the prison and I wore some jeans and I left the driver's license in the jean pocket. And so I opened my wallet and I found $12, $13. I said, oh, look at here, Sister Spinner. I found money. Oh, she said, well, praise the Lord. I said, yeah, I found um, $13. Yeah. And so this morning I had to go out and do some things, and I had the money to do it, you see, and uh, go and come on back before the heat. And so we're thankful today that God is a way maker. He, he makes ways where we see no way. He opened doors that we didn't even know the door was there and closed. He's that kind of God, but we have to believe. Yeah, and diligently seek him. The more we seek him, the more we find out about him. Yeah, the more I seek him, the more I learn. And uh, I'm learning to just give and let go. Give and let go. And I heard him talk about, well, when I give a large sum of money, I get sick. I want to give God a million dollars or 10 million and never fear no ways about it. But thankful that I was able to give to the work of the Lord. That I was able to give $10,000 to spread the good news of Jesus all over the world. Yeah. And so that's what I want to do. Be a giver. Hallelujah. Because God has blessed the child and has his own. I really believe that. Yeah. So if I have something to give, if I'm the giver, that means I have something. And if I'm the receiver, most times that means I don't have nothing. Or I don't have what I need. I got to get it from somebody else. Hallelujah. God is faithful. God is faithful. And so we're moving on this morning. And uh, we're talking about Ruth. We found out that Naomi told Ruth what to do. And she went and did what the mother-in-law told her to do. Lay that Boaz seed and kept his feet warm and everything. And uh, she proposed to him, and he told her there was one before him. There was another kinsman uh, that came before him, and he would talk with them. And, and if he wasn't going to be able to bless Naomi and Ruth, Boaz said he would do it. So he wanted to marry Ruth like Ruth wanted to marry him. And so we're about to find out the final results of everything, how everything came into play. And don't think, you know, on your own. Don't don't lean to your own understanding. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Because if you say you're trusting God, if you say you got faith, if you say I'm waiting on God, let it go all together. Don't try to fix it. Don't try to think, oh, well, it, it, no, leave it alone. Let it go completely. And that's a lot of our problems. We can't let go. And we must let go so God can have his way. If you, we still dealing in it, we haven't let it go. God can't really fix it. 
But when we completely back up out of his way, he come in and he can do it in the right way, ways we never even imagined. And it works together perfectly for your good. I'm telling you today. Naomi became bitter. Husband died, sons died, no way to provide for herself. She felt she was too old. Who gonna hire an old woman, I'm sure. Daughter-in-law, they, you know, messed up because their husbands died and she didn't have no really sound advice other than I, I can't give you another husband because I'm too old. Can't have no more babies and by the time they get grown, you'll be too old. Uh, I don't have nothing. Y'all go home to your own country. Go home to your family. They both said they were going to stay, and then Oprah thought on it and said, no, I'm going on home. I got to go. I got better than this. I got better fish to fry. Ruth said, I'm staying. Your family would be my family. Your country would be my country. You're my mother-in-law. In other words, she was more like a mother. I married your son. He was good to me. Your family was good to me. Now you have nothing. I'm not leaving you. I want to stay right here and be a blessing, all that I can. But neither one of them had anything. But Ruth went to work. And the owner of the company found favor in Ruth because she worked hard. She worked nonstop. She got a chance to go over there and keep his feet warm. Got a chance to propose and he agreed. So now we're about to see the rest of it and what's going on. And what we got to do is be like Ruth. We got to work unto the Lord. Men will go clock in on them jobs. Money, 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 money. Oh, my goodness. They'll do anything for the money. I'm to my church folks. But when they go to God, it's too hot. It's too cold. It's raining. They're grumbling, complaining. These people asking me, I don't have it like that. I need it. But the job where you're going to get paid, <laughs> they'll do anything for There was a time when you could go to the church, but not today. It's on lock. Even if you're a member, even if you're paying your tithes and offering, it's on lock. Because in many cases, to me, the church has become like the world. And some churches, if you don't give nothing, you don't get nothing. I didn't think that was the right spiritual way of thinking. He told them to bring the tithes and offering into the house so it would be neat in his house. He didn't say who would need it. He didn't say so the members, <laughs> so the members could be blessed. That's not what he said. Anybody should be able to be blessed. And a lot of people don't, churches don't have it, I should say, because they don't give it. They like the world. If you do something for me, I'll do something for you. But the true believers of God, the true Christians, the, the, the true saints of God, we don't think like that. I, I, I look on uh, uh, LinkedIn and, and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and other places and that's what happened. I, I'm telling my folks and got on there and preached the walls down. 
But if you don't like something they post, they will not like anything you post. But if you like something they post, then they'll like something you post. Isn't that crazy? To me, God loves a cheerful giver. Every opportunity I can give, it may not always be money. It may be I like your post. Uh, I like your, your shirt you got on. Oh, that's a nice dress. Giving compliments. Whatever you give that's good and wholesome, God loves a cheerful giver. But many haven't gotten there yet. It's tit for tat. And yet they say they got God. Yet they say they're born again. Yet they say they know Jesus. I think they know of him. Because anybody truly meet Jesus, you never will be the same ever again. Now, you can hang around with folks that say they know Jesus. But if you truly meet him, you will never be the same. The day I met him, I have not been the same. I can't go back to being the same. Every round goes higher with him. Every trial brings you to a better place. Yeah, but folk have a form of godliness, and they deny the power thereof. They honor God with their lips, but their hearts be far from him. Yeah, they, they speak in, in one city, and they're hard in a whole other place. Uh-uh. See, uh, the lips and the heart must line up together daily, every day. Not just on Wednesday when you go into Bible study or Tuesday night prayer or Friday night prayer service and Sunday school and Sunday worship. No, every day of your life. When when no one is present, you must still honor God. When nobody see what you're doing, because a lot of people do what they do so people can see it. And God even told us about that. He don't let your right hand know what your left hand do. Y'all hear me tell y'all a lot of stuff. What I did yesterday, I don't tell you everything. Please believe me, you can't know it. I got stuff you never heard of before. I got stuff you would never think I'm doing. <laughs> but the work must go on. The work got to go on. God got to use somebody. Because a lot of people won't do it because there's no spotlight. So you cannot, I need to do stuff that everybody see. Lord, if everybody could see this, I'll do it. No, that's not how he's rolling. You don't want nobody to know. But you and him. And whoever he sent you to bless. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. You find yourself, the true believers find themselves in places where no one else will go. Yeah. They will find themselves in places where nobody else, when they get down there, they can't find not one. When I tell you not one, I mean not one down there. Yeah. Many times on the straight and narrow, you, you don't you don't find nobody. Every now and then, you somebody pass you, but it's far and in between. Yeah, you go down to the jail. Nobody down there sitting around praying that you know of. Yeah, you go to the hospital. 
You don't see too many people over there praying. All the churches in the city. And you may find five. You might find five in the chapel. I doubt it. Yeah. But he said the harvest is plenteous. And the labors are few. Pray that the Lord of the harvest would send more labor. What he called and chose you to do. What are you doing? Hallelujah. I learned just to go to the homeless shelter and help serve breakfast in the morning. Oh, you couldn't tell me nothing. You couldn't tell. Oh, no, no. It wasn't too much you could tell me. Look at me. <laughs> God has blessed me over here. I am at the homeless shelter serving the people. And guess what? Guess what? There was an attorney there. And uh, we were serving on the same line. He was right next to me. <laughs> and the Lord told me to tell him something. And I told him. And he looked at me. It was bowing his head and God was speaking. And uh, at the end of the banks, he told me, yeah, that's true. That is very true. I wanted to say it. I know it because if God spoke, he ain't going to speak a lot. But you know how you don't get smart with people, Barbara. Behave yourself now. So guess what? Where his practice used to be, I, I went looking for it. It's not there no more. And if I go to this certain church, he'll be there sitting in the pulpit. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> God have a mighty sweet way. We go to what, do one thing, he, he does another. I wanted to be that social worker. And I wanted to be the social worker like no other social worker. You know, every now and then taking people out on field trips, I wanted to bring them to my house and, you know, already have a nice meal for them, soft food that they could eat, you know, according to their diet. And I had other plans on field trips, you know. I'd take them to the beach and show them the ocean. You know, I, I had different plans as, as a social worker. I wasn't just going to go and get information and find uh, agencies that would help you. I wanted to do a lot myself. But at the end, of coming close to me finishing the classes, because I graduated early. I graduated, look, y'all, before I finished the class. Okay, April 4-10. Well, let's see. I graduated six months early. Six months later, I finished the class. I passed the test, the final exam and everything. Got my point score, everything. But I had already walked across the stage and, 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 shook, and shook the main man's hand, took my graduation pictures. I had already done all that. Then got my degree. Then the, I got I finished in November. I didn't get the actual degree until January of the next year. Because, see, I wasn't supposed to graduate until the next year in April. But I graduated a year before. In oh, God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. I was coming on to the end of the thing. I just, that, that, that feeling of social worker, social work, nursing home, all of that left me. And I was like, is it because I'm not liking 
to work with seniors? What is it? No, it was because the work God had a different plan for me. He had blog talk radio. He had Freedom Doors Ministry Prison Pen Pal. <laughs> Freedom Doors Pen Pal Ministry, I should say. He had trips to the prison. I used to go down to Baker. This this is kind of close to Jacksonville. And I used to go down there and visit. Yeah. People that was locked up. Uh, right people all over. Just became a, a regular pit pad to another thing. I'm waiting on a letter to come from them. But God is faithful. And he will use us in places where we never thought we would be used. They said, you got a number behind your name. You're not going to be able to do this, this, that. Da, 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 da. I can do all things, I said, through Christ who strengthened me. Don't tell me where I can't go and what I can't do. Because if it's his will, I'm doing it. Because he's going to make sure. He is the way, the truth, and the life. The earth is his, the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell there. Amen goes right there. I get excited right there. Because him who holds the future and everything else is on my side. And he said, if he be for me, he's more than the whole world against me. So man says, no, I ask him. He says, yes. Guess what it's going to be? Yes. He holds all power. <laughs> There's no higher power. Color, race. None of that makes, uh, the color of my hair, none of that makes no difference. It don't make any kind of difference, none of that. We can grumble, we can complain, but none of that makes any difference. When you got a strong connection, you got clout with him who not only hold the future, but the earth is his, the fullness thereof, the world. And they didn't dwell that way. You know how big the world is? You know how big the earth is? He made the heavens and the earth. And look what he said. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I, I, I don't have no excuse or reason why I can't do what he said do. Now, what I want to do, I may have some problems. But what he said for me to do, is he, he already paved the way. All I got to do is go do it. Be willing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful to him this morning. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, I needed to go to one more song. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go to this one. And when we come back, we're coming straight back to the final chapter of the book of Ruth, the fourth chapter. Come on, everybody. Get your feet happy. Let's go. Come on.
So we're looking in the final chapter, the book, the book of Ruth, the fourth chapter. And uh, I'm looking at how things, you know, played out. And even for us, we'll go looking for one thing, but God will give us another. And I'm sure Ruth had no idea that things would end up for her like this because she wanted to be good to the mother-in-law. And I'm telling you, somebody is thinking, this is my final chapter. I don't have nowhere to go. I don't have nobody to care for me. What's going to happen to me? Trust God. Have faith. Get in his word. Learn his word so you'll know what his word says concerning you. Do what's right. Do what's good. Yeah. You, you, you may want it your, your, your youngest sister to take care of you in your older age because you felt she loved you so much, but she's gone. God will raise a stranger up to see after you. God will raise a stranger up to take care of you. To be there for you. Do you hear what I say? Yeah. So look, Boaz is a blessed man. And I can see why he's blessed because he chose to do what's right. He didn't have to tell Esther, well, there, there's a kinsman before me. He could have said, well, okay, let's just go get married. But he told her the truth. So we open that final chapter, chapter four, in verse one. I got to go and get it, get my, uh, <laughs> I got to go get my basic English Bible for my basic English scholars. Yeah. So it says, and Boaz went up in verse one. Boaz went up to the public place of the town and took his seat there. And the near relation of whom he had been talking came by. And Boaz crying out to him by name said, come and be seated here. And he came and was seated. This the one that he told Ruth, there's one before me. Verse 2 says, then he got 10 of the responsible men of the town and said, be seated here. And they took their seat. See, when you, when, you, when you represent something, when, when you have integrity, people can depend on you. People can trust your word. They know you're not to be a liar. You, you, you can ask them, hey, come over here with me. I, I need you to sit right here. I need to talk to you. They'll do it. Yeah. Verse 3 says, and he said to the near relations, Naomi, who has come back from the country of Moab, is offering for a price that bit of land, uh, which was our brother, Elamelechus. Yeah, Elamelechus. It was his property. Verse 1 says, and it was in my mind to give you the chance of taking it with the approval of those seated here and of the responsible men of my people. Look, I, I, I brought you here and I got some witnesses that will, you know, testify that I'm coming to you because what 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 I'm what I'm what I'm coming for, you have the rights to it, 
and I want to do the right thing. So I'm coming to you with witnesses that I asked, you know, and I went about this in the right way. He said, if you are ready to do what is right for a relation to do, in other words, for a relative to do, then do it. But if you will not do it, say so to me. If you can do this, if you can buy this bit of land and what comes with it, Naomi and Ruth, then say you can do it. If you can't, let me know you can't do it. So he told him, said, then do it, but if you will not do it, say so to me now. Do it now. But there is no one who has the right to do it but you. And after you, myself. And he said, I will do it. Sometime prior to call you to speak some stuff you know you can't do. Your pride will cause that. Pride will cause people to go buy Mercedes and know they can't afford it. And they're struggling. And every time people see them on the job, they're eating a peanut butter sandwich, no jelly. <laughs> because that beans is costing them everything. They used to come to work and they had new outfits on them. They, they, they wear the same thing over and over. Why? That beans is costing them everything. And they, they, they paying so that people will compliment them and so that people think they got more than they have. He said, I will do it. Isn't that what he said? Verse 5 says, then Boaz said, on the day when you take this field, you will have to take with it Ruth, the Moabitess, the wife of the dead, so that you may keep the name of the dead living in his heritage. Now, he spoke too soon, too. He said a bit of land, he, you know. <laughs> now he come Naomi and Ruth with the land. <laughs> yeah. They husband dead and they keep the dead men's name alive. This is what you do. Verse 6 says, and the near relation said, I'm not able to do the relations part <laughs> for fear of damaging the heritage I have. You may do it in my place. Well, I am not able to do it myself. Look, uh, I wasn't expecting Ruth and, and, and Naomi to be in on this good deal, you know. And uh, if I take them on, I'm going to damage my own heritage, what's been promised to me. So you go ahead and do it in my place because I can't do it myself. Boaz won the prize because he did the right thing. He didn't try to go underhandedly around the corner and go up and, and add claws and their lies and things. That's not what he did. He went straight to the man and had some witnesses. How many of us do what's right if nobody's looking? How many of us do that? When nobody's looking, we, we, we do all kind of little sneaky things and then stand upright like we done did right. No, we can't do that. It's right to do right. Yeah, it is right to do what's right. The word teaches us to do good. 
That's what the word says. Do good. The word even told Joshua, be of a good courage. And I'll strengthen your heart. He did what was right and God blessed him. Because look, if you look at Philippians 4 and 8, it says, finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, he did what was true. Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Now, that's what he said. And this is what Boaz has done. Verse 7 says, now, in earlier times, this was the way in Israel when property was taken over by near relations or when there was a change of owner. To make the exchange certain, one man took off his shoe and gave it to the other. And this was a witness in Israel. Isn't that something? I'm going to take my shoe off. And give it to you, Dr. Goodman. Yeah, in exchange, this is this is like a contract, an agreement. So verse 8 says, so the near relation said to Boaz, take it for yourself. And he took off his shoe. Verse 9 says, then Boaz said to the responsible men and to all the people, you are witness today that I have taken at a price from Naomi all the property which was Elamelech and everything which was Shilion and Marlin. Ken says, well, well, this is what he said. Look, I'm taking on the responsibility of these men that died. I'm taking the wives of these men and, and they property and take care of them. Ken says, and further, I have taken Ruth the Mobiite, who was the wife of Maham, to be my wife, to keep the name of the dead man living in his heritage, so that his name may not be cut off from among his countrymen and from the memory of his town. You are witness this day. Good people did good things. He remembered the dead men. And I'm sure he, he, he was fond of Ruth. I'm sure he loved her. I'm sure he cared for her and he cared for Naomi. But he also remembered their husbands and that they was related. And to keep the, that their names alive and so that people remembered them, he did this great thing and got him some witnesses. Yeah. 11 says, and all the people who were in the public place and responsible men said, we are witnesses. May the Lord make this woman who is about to come into your house like Rachel and Leah, which too were the builders of the house of Israel. And may you have wealth and Ephraim and be great in Bethlehem. Verse 12 says, may your family be like the family of Perez, the son whom Tamar gave to Judah, from the offspring which the Lord may give you by this young woman. 13. And you know what you're going to you notice here? God is not talking about birth control here. 
He don't talk about abortion here. He's always talking about, have people talking about the offspring, the children. I didn't have no children. She had children. Well, he had this many children. They recognize the blessings of God. But the day many don't, children is a burden to them. They don't want nothing to do with children. They don't have nothing but children. Children are not respected. The enemy is after them to destroy children. So look what the man said to her. <laughs> May your family be like the family of Perez, the son of Tamar, gave to Judah from the offspring which the Lord may give you by this young woman. The children that you're going to have. 13 says, so Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. And he went into her and the Lord made her with child. And she gave birth to a son. Boy, they was quick on that. They, they wanted them children. Children were a blessing. And if you trained them right in your older years, children, their children took care of them. But many of us, our children don't do nothing but come to us to get all they can get from us. You've done all you can to train them in the way they should go. But sometimes the parent is not going in the right way and they're not training the child right. So when they get older, they have nothing. The, the children won't give them nothing. They're looking for all they can get from the parent. When is she going to die? When he going to die where I can get the house? When is he going to die? I always wanted that old cottage. Wonder how much money they got in the bank they leaving to me. That's what's happening. But if you train that child in the way they should go, and you pray and you tell God what you want, Lord, in my old age, I want my children to look after me. Some people didn't have children. They refused to have them. And they didn't remember, well, I might be able to get older. And I, I may need somebody to give me a glass of water, take me to and from the doctor, take me to and from the grocery store. It was a choice they made. Now, if God didn't claim you to have children, that's a horse of a different color. But they brought birth control in because... People was having too many children in the government. I, <laughs> and then they was having all these children, but the government had to take care of them because the government changed things. Yeah. So verse 14 says, And the woman said to Naomi, A blessing on the Lord. Who has not let you be this day without a near relation? And may his name be great in Israel. Naomi, girl, you got a blessing from the Lord on you. He didn't let you go without a, a, a close relative who, who looked out for you. And may his name be great. May Boaz's name be great in Israel. 15 says he will be a giver of new life to you and your comfort when you are old. For your daughter-in-law, who is her love for you, in her love for you, is better than seven sons has given birth to him. 
You see that seven sons? You had seven sons back then now, all boys. They grew up to be men. In your old age, they made sure you was well provided for. Yeah. 16 says, and Naomi took the child and put her arms around it. And she took care of it. The, the, the baby that Ruth had. 17 says, and the women who were her neighbors gave it a name saying, Naomi has a child. And they gave him the name of Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. Remember David? King David, uh, uh, Jesse was Solomon's grandfather. 18 said, now these are the generations of Perez. Perez became the father of Hezron. 19 says, and Hezron became the father of Ram. And Ram became the father of Amenadab. 20 says, and Amenadab became the father of Nashon. And Nashon became the father of Solomon. Not Solomon, but Solomon. 21 says, and Solomon became the father of Boaz. And Boaz became the father of Obed. And Obed became the father of Jesse. And Jesse became the father of David. So Ruth and Boaz's son was Obed. And Obed was Jesse's dad. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? That that was uh, Solomon's great-great-grandfather. Obey. Yeah. I like all this kind of carrying off. But we thank God this morning for the word because we see when we do right, when we do good by others, when we don't try to undermine and be slick and, and cut corners and take from people, we see the blessing that they will receive. Boaz was blessed with a good wife. She gave him children. First boy, first baby gave him a son. Ruth did what was right. She did what was good. She didn't leave her mother-in-law. She stayed to take care of the mother-in-law because the mother-in-law had lost her husband and both sons. How many of us willing to do that for somebody? How many of us, we don't even want to take care of our own mama because we got too many complaints. We have too many complaints against our parents. And we try to pay them back when she left me, I'm going to do this to her. Well, she didn't care about me. Why should I be caring about her? I'm going to do the minimum, the, back, the, the minimum I can do for her. Well, she can do this, but I'm going to do that. How many, how many, how many? Because what we have to do is remember this. You never know what your ending going to be. You never know what situation you're going to end up in. That's why we be careful what we say about others. Yeah. I know women can't tell their story. They're afraid that if they tell their story, the world will be against them. See, I don't care about all of that. Number one, you're not going to pay my bills. I am. Number two, you're not going to cook and feed me. I'm going to do that for myself. You're not going to come over here and make sure I got a bubble bath, put me in the tub, bathe me, and get me out. No, I got to do that for myself. If I get the house clean, I got to pay somebody to come and do it. You're not going to pay for it. So I can't be concerned about what you think about me. 
and what happened in my life. Everybody was not going to be the perfect family. I know we look for this. We look for perfect families. We always looking for perfect people. You won't find it. God is the only perfect one. Jesus was the only perfect one who never committed a sin. This is why he was able to say the first one without sin, cast the first stone. There are no perfect families. Some of us went through more things in our family than others did. I had both good parents. I could go to my dad or my mom. I just chose to go to my dad more because I love my dad. I was a daddy's girl. And, and, and he would allow me to get away with a few more things than my mom ever would. Oh, no, that sister didn't play that. What? You what? I told you about the time I cut all the hair off. He said, he said, ooh, he knew. He knew she was going to give it to me wrong. Uh-huh. Because I didn't get permission. See, with her, I had to have permission. I had to ask. And I had to wait. With him, a lot of times, all I did was ask and it was done. Sometimes I didn't have to get permission I just say, Daddy, and point to it. You see? Well, her, I got to open my mouth and be specific. Had good parents. Good godly parents. Had a father who loved me. Unconditionally. I was his. My children didn't get that. I thought I was marrying those kind of men, but it, it, it ended up, no, that, that wasn't what it was. And when you don't have help, a lot of things can happen. And as the world gets wickeder and wiser, a lot of things come into play that will burden you and your family. It will become a burden to you and your family. Men walk off and leave women and leave the children. Some women that day they try to switch the role, they walk off and leave the man with the children. I just don't believe it's a man's job. Say what you got to say about me here. It's okay this morning. It's not a man's job to train and raise children. If you go back to Genesis, that's what he put on the woman for bringing that piece of fruit and tempting Adam to the point where he ate too. It's her job to train children. I think it's a poor excuse of a woman to leave children with a man. Boys or girls, they always need a mother if she can be a mother. Women know how to cook, decorate it right and set it up. I, I've seen men clean. I've seen men decorate, but it was just something missing in that. That's the woman's job. God gave that ability to her. And men try to take it over and do this and do this. No, 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 no. You, you, you didn't hit it just right. It looks pretty, looks really nice, but there's yet something in there missing. God gave it to the woman. There are a lot of men can cook. But for a family, when the mother cooks, it does something for the child. And sometimes mothers go through things that children would never understand. Oh, they, they could never understand that you left me. 
But now that you're an adult, look around in the world. Can you look around and see some things now? Can, can you better forgive your mother? Can you better forgive your father? Can you help them now? I'm not talking about no good people just don't care, never coming back. I'm going to stay out here doing what I'm going to do. That's not what I'm talking about. There was no help. I did the best that I could. But they don't understand. They, they, they don't want to understand a lot of them because they hurt and they feel like it's your fault. But you're an adult now. What you going to do? What did you do for your children? You was worse than your mother. Yeah. I'm telling you what I did with what I work with now. I've seen young women come in their mama face and scream and yell and yell. They have two children, and when you look back at their two children, the children dad and mama have them. The grandmother on the dad's side raising her two children. Well, she accused the mother. No, the choice was yours. If you wanted to stand up, get a job, provide for your two, or not have two, not even have one, you had that choice, but you want to accuse your mother. Some of them become of age. The other brothers and sisters still in the system, we call it. They never go back and help the parent to get those two out the system. I had one to tell me, well, let the chips fall where they may. It's like, wow. Wow. Because some of us, what we've been through, we try to go back and help. We try to go back and pay it forward. This agency was there for me. This company was there for me. So we try to go back and do something about it. I went to prison, so I have a, I can't get in every prison, but I go to the prison and visit. I have a pen pal prison ministry. And, and family members of mine go to prison. I go see them, too. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I try to give back from where God delivered me from. Because the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. But the ones who done been through something won't do nothing but complain and talk about folks. Now, they got that down to a fine science, to a fine art. They have that down. But who going to get up and use what happened to you to bless somebody else? Many can't do it because they're so wrapped up into their flesh. I was hurt when I was in foster care. When I go and open up something that will protect children and you can connect it with the state. And when children come to foster care, you got genuine love for them. You show these children your love. And let them know this was not your fault, baby. Baby, this wasn't your fault at all. The child's scared. They don't know what they expect. I've never been out the home before. All I know is abuse. They call me this. They cuss me that. I didn't get enough to eat every day. I was home, but I want to go home because that's all the child knows. And if somebody could just show up on the scene and show genuine love and it's not for money, I'm not on your clock. I didn't punch in. I, I, I'm here 
the, the, the be here for the child. To let the child know you're love, baby. I'm real. And until this day, some of them still come back every now and then. Miss Barbara, this, this, that, and that, and this. I say, what? Oh, yeah, they doing it like that now. Miss <laughs> Barbara, all kind of stuff. Yeah. Some of them come just to make me laugh because they know I love that craziness. They know I love crazy laughter. But we got to go back and give something to where you come from. A lot of stuff go on in homes or church folks and folks who say they know God because they don't go back and do nothing. They're trying to get that American dream. They're trying to show the neighbors what they got. They're trying to show the family members I'm living in the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. I'm driving the beans. I'm doing this. I, I, all that don't mean nothing. Go back and help somebody. Because believe it or not, you in Lodibar. I know you got your house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. I know you drive the Bentley, the Beamer, all of that. But you in Lodibar because you're a cripple. You handicapped in your own house. Because you won't release yourself to God to go and do a work unto him. You're too afraid of what people going to say. You, you, you're so scared that people looking at you, I could care less this morning. I do what I'm going to do and I'm done. I work. I go see about somebody. I give somebody something. I have people coming for reasons and all kind of stuff. Somebody been healed. Because I decided to go back to help somebody from where I come from. Hey, glory to you, his majesty. Instead of wilding around doing nothing, work while it's day. But we don't want to give to God. What we want to do is get from God. See, because that's the mentality. That's what they taught us. He is our sugar daddy. He ain't nobody sugar daddy. He ain't nobody daddy. He's our heavenly father. And we should give them more respect than to try to use them like we use people. We don't bit more have no ministry, but every time you turn around, we asking them for something. Where's the work? What you gave him? You think because you're praising you, you're doing something? You owe him that. Where is the free stuff that you just freely given to him? Without anything connected to it. Because many times you're telling God, Lord, I'll do this if you do that, without even telling him that. He sees your actions. He knows the very intent of your heart. Yeah. The harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. Pray that the Lord of the harvest would send more labor. But do we remember the labor that he called or chose us for? And some of us he called and chose, I say. Yeah. He gave us many gifts. I have the gift of giving, the gift of love, the gift of caring. I think I have a gift of overworking. (laughs) I have that gift. Yeah. But people don't look at that. They look at the gift of prophecy. That's what they chase after. A word. Honey, you got to get in the word and stay there. You got to get in the word and study so you know the promises of God concerning you. 
so that you'll know he said to work while it's day, night is coming, and when night comes, no man can see. So that you'll know and stop uh, impressing folks and stop caring about what people say. Them same folks you're trying to impress, if you open the closet door, all that fall out that closet, you'll fall out in the floor from, from the total shock. I know people live in mansions. They got money. Children overseas and they in the mansion. Children going to school overseas to get rid of them. You got money bring overseas, the teachers from over there bring them over here. You and your family go over there if you want to sightsee, if you want to take them to, to learn, go, go with your children. The devil is slick. And he created all kind of things. And we thinking it's one way when it's totally another. Investigate stuff. Look at it. Ask God for wisdom on it before you go to making moves about it. Oh, one day I want my children to go to boarding school. Now I'm not going to go where I am. If I got money, I'll hire a tutor to come in and train them at home. And I'm in every class. I'm sitting back there because I'm learning too. I'm going to learn what you learn. I got money. I ain't got to do nothing but learn. He said, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. We got to pray more. I promise you. And we got to pray for the right things. Wisdom. Lord, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom, Lord. And Lord, allow me to use the wisdom to turn around and bless you. Let me use wisdom for your glory, for your honor. Don't let me just use wisdom for mine. Because see, if Solomon would have used that wisdom he had for God, he'd have been better off. But he over there pulling in all these exotic women and all these women from all kind of places to impress them and this, that, and the other. Instead of Using it like he did in the Proverbs. He got connected with all them different spirits and gods and this and that. And couldn't get back where he was supposed to be long enough. Then it was taken from him and his sons messed up. Oh, my goodness. And that's what happened to a lot of us. We won't give to God. We give to our flesh. And now our children are messed up. Other people leading people in the church, they messed up, they messing people up. I'm just telling you the truth. But Boaz made a choice, a good choice. He chose to do the right thing. Ruth made a good choice. She chose to do the right thing. In the end, her mother-in-law was blessed. That was her focus, is to bless her mother-in-law. Yeah. They have a movie like this. Uh... I think it's Loretta Devine is in it. And a couple of more people. I can't think of the actor's name now. But it's like Boaz. But in this movie, Naomi dies. And Ruth get to marry Boaz and they have a son. Yeah, I looked at that movie. But see, you got to be in the scripture while you're looking at these movies to make sure, you know, you're not confused. And that really didn't happen. That's just part of the movie. 
But pray. We pray for each other. And we got to pray to come up out of loaded bar. We don't want to be crippled in our own home, handicapped in our thinking, in our mind. Whom the Son set free is free indeed. You've been set free to do anything you desire to do. That's right. That's wholesome. That's lovely. That's pure. That's honest. That's true. I'm not impressing my neighbors. Really, they don't even really know me. Yeah, I come and go. And God did that for a reason. That wasn't my doing. But I'm real friendly. Hey, neighbor, I'm real friendly. But God put it on hold. I got to hold on to what he holding, had me holding on to. And when he released it, I'll be wide open. They come in and visit it. But that's not what he does. So that's not what I'm doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, I got a couple of more requests this morning and uh, songs. And I, I'm going to get the next one out and then we'll move on. Um, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in this morning. Hallelujah. Will you be my life when I cannot see? When I can't take another step, Lord, will you carry me? And when I've lost my fight, will you be my strength? Will you set me a table in the presence of my enemies? I shall not walk. I shall not walk. Oh, my soul's got a shepherd in the valley, and I shall not walk. I shall not walk. I shall not walk. Cause my cock's running over, running over, and I shall not walk. And I will lift my eyes to where my help comes from. And I won't be afraid of the shadow cause I've seen the sun. No, I will not stop when the way gets hard. Cause the green only grows in the valley and that's where you are. Say, I shall not. Oh, God, I'm sending you to the valley, and I found my Lord. 
Spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah, Elevation Church. And uh, I like these songs, um, I Shall Not Want. I remember the first time I heard him sing that, I was like, wow, that just sounds so, just so good. And so I started listening, you know, to the words, and uh, I was truly blessed. I was truly blessed. Yeah. I will, um, all right, all right. Thelma uh, was texting me, sending me something, uh, telling me something. Uh, I, I want to ask the intercessors this morning <clears throat> to continue to pray for Sister Sherry as Brother Louis' wife. Continue to pray for her and pray for Mrs. Jones, uh, Valerie Jones' mom. Keep her lifted in prayer, uh, Valerie, seeing after her. We are all old school friends. Uh, when I left Smart Pope Livingston, I went to West Jacksonville Elementary. And so Valerie and I and Thelma and all of us, we were you know, in the same classes, in the same schools. So, you know, as years go on, we still, through Facebook, able to contact one another, da, da, da. But them and I, I, we always had a way to find one another. I knew where she was, uh, you know, where she married Mr. Mosley. But uh, pray for Valerie Jones' mother and pray for Valerie as well. Yeah. And so I thank God that, you know, I'm in a position to ask that I know intercessors. I'm going to put it that way. I thank God I know folk who pray, who pray, yeah, and get a prayer through. I thank God for that. A lady told me one time, she said, you can pray, woman. She said, and you got some of the most blessed intercessors that I ever saw in my life. She said, when them people go praying, Things go to happening. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thankful unto the Lord. Hallelujah. For good intercessors. Yeah, they stand in the gap. They stand in the gap. And some of them pray until something happens. And we're going to have to do that for Sister Sherry. We're going to keep her lifted up, lifted up, lifted up. Yeah, and God is going to move. Because the more of us he here crying out for her. Oh, he'll bless her because he see we're not selfish. We're not just praying for ourselves and our family. But we have Sister Sherry and Valerie Jones and her mom on our heart. And Lord, we need you to bless. We won't tell you how to bless, but God bless. We, but Lord, we're asking for healing. We're asking for your blessing of healing for Sherry, for Valerie Jones, and Valerie. Yeah, we ask him for strength for Valerie to continue to take good care of her mother. And Lord, whatever help she needs, we need you to send it. Louis says, Sherry getting better. However, she may have surgery on her broken femur. But she's getting better, he said. Lord, we want you to mend the broken femur. We want you to fix Sherry. Strengthen her bones in this hour. That God, even when she begin to walk again, or if she's walking now, she'll never break nothing else. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we are grateful unto him this morning and thankful, 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 thankful unto Almighty God. 
Listen, I want to do the roll call right quick, and uh, we're going to another song. And if anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in. Yeah, and share today. You might want to say something about Boaz and Ruth. You may want to say something. Well, I thought I had my Boaz, and he was this and that, and he turned out to be the worst. Or you may say, well, I found him, and I thought he was Boaz, but he wasn't for me. Uh, I, whatever you want to share. I'm just setting examples. That's, that's not what you have to talk about. You can talk about whatever it is you feel God has placed on your heart. You may just want to give a testimony. You may want to sing a song. You may want to read a poem. Whatever it is. You may want to request prayer. Feel free this morning. Hallelujah. Want to get that roll call. Good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman. And a good morning to you, Sister Mary Ann, Sister uh, Melanie Rose, Sister Simone, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Sister Laura, and uh, Mr. Mason and Miss Deborah. They over in Orlando, uh, living it up over there, I'm assuming. And uh, good morning to you, Alexis and Michelle, and Sister Andrea Stenner, Sister Andrea Philadelphia, Sister Keisha, Sister Rita, Sister Sion, Sister Diane. Sister Anna Lee Foot and Sister Angela Foot this morning. And I saw some of them foot join the team yesterday over on Jesus in the morning. I was excited. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you this morning. And um, good morning to you, Sister Kim Hops. And uh, good morning to you, Sister Michelle and Sister Patricia Fluka, Sister Lisa, Sister Yvonne, and uh, Apostle Boatwright is not here. Is she here today? No, she's not here today. And uh, good morning to you, Brother Louis, the main man holding that cat down, Mr. Uh, Research himself. Mr. i find it for you right now. Good morning, Brother Louis. God bless you. Good morning, Brother Jermaine. Good morning to you, Pastor David. Good morning to you, Brother Anthony, Brother D, Brother Mike Hart, Brother Cal, Brother George West Perry, Brother Lee Hamilton, Brother Justin Gilmore, Brother Frank, and Brother Marquez Griffin. And Sister Irene, good morning to you. Good morning to you. God bless you. I've uh, got to redo this list because i got Irene way down here. And so I'm going to redo the list and bring it up to date because I, I probably have a few new ones to add to it too. But I thank God for each and every caller, each and every listener. Those that's coming through the podcast and the the archives, I thank God for you. Thank God for the live listeners, those that are in the studio, that faithful few that come every morning. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. And uh, we're so thankful unto him. But I thank God for the work. I thank God for the work. Because of this, the harvest truly is plenty. But the labors are few. God don't have enough workers. Yeah, he don't have enough workers for the elderly, the senior citizens. He don't have enough workers for the children. Yeah, for women, for men. Men need help. Men need help. And we need to pray for men. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. They need prayer. Yeah, because God made them the head. And he made men leaders. But if they choose the way of the world, they messed up. Yeah. You got a lot of them in church. They still messed up. 
because it takes time to heal. Men go through things too, too. And I used to say, well, a lot of it is their fault because they choose the wrong woman. Well, you choose the wrong man, women choose the wrong. Yeah. So it's on both sides. So we pray for men and women, boys and girls. We pray for the sick. Yeah. Those that are incarcerated. Those that are in every branch of the military. We pray for those that have dangerous jobs. Yeah, we, we, we talk about the gas prices, but guess what? What about the man that's driving the rig, the big long rig with all the gas in it, bringing it? We pray for them. Yeah, I know y'all. I know, I know. I don't I don't just pray for everything right here because I'll be here for a while. But all these people need prayer, truck drivers. Yeah, they need prayer. Without truck drivers, I don't know if I would have anything, much of anything in here. Because they bring the food, they bring clothes, a lot. Truck, oh man, but our truck drivers will be out of gas. In a lot of areas, yeah. So we thank God for them and uh, many more. We pray for warehouse workers and postal workers. and We have a lot to pray for. A man ought to always pray and not faint. Yeah. But if we walk in our flesh, we won't remember this stuff. I got to make sure I go out there and give the postal lady, a postal man, some kind of gift card so that they can go to uh, chocolate, not chocolate, uh, uh, to the smoothie shop, or either they go and get them a cold drink from somewhere because it's hot. At 102 today, you out there delivering stuff. Uh, If you ever, ever stop, you make somebody should be standing there with something cold for you so you don't have a heat stroke. And you can come back tomorrow and deliver my mail again. But if I stroke you out and they don't give you nothing cool to drink or nothing, then mm-mm. and I might just freeze a couple of bottles of water. It's Zephyr's here. <laughs> and when they come, just run out there and give them ice cold bottles of water. And they'll stay hydrated the best you can. I'm sure she got something in the truck. But, you know, you do your part. You do your part. Yeah. All right, Miss Jerry, I am coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Good morning, Sister Barbara. I'm in the doctor's office getting some blood work and tests done. But I want to say good morning. Thank you for the reading. And thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for praying. Just keep praying and let us all keep praying. So I just want to say thank you and God bless all of us. Amen. God bless you, Sister bless Jerry. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. All right, Pastor David, I think this is you. 084. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Good morning. I just wanted to say good morning. Yeah. Um, so uh, just tell you, you you've been talking right the last two days. Uh, I, I like it, Amen. and uh, I, I like the story of Ruth. Yes, yes. Because you know we we sometimes don't realize that who we connect ourselves with. Yeah. And 
the, the advice that we take from those that we're connected to, how important it is. And Ruth, when, I'm, when you, you notice you never hear anything about Oprah mm-hmm. after they left, after they parted company. It was all about Ruth and Naomi. And it's because of who Ruth connected to. She knew that her mother-in-law was leaving. And if she connected to her, her life could change. And that's what she did. And then she took the advice that the mother-in-law gave her because she knew that she was a woman of wisdom. You know, when I look at my life, when I can just talk to David Jackson today, I've realized that, that who I've associated with and the people that I allow in my circle are the people that has helped to make a difference in my life. And I want to say this publicly because I know a lot of people have in-laws, mother-in-laws specifically, that they don't care for or they can't get along with. But I'm blessed to have two that I can sit with, that I can have conversation with, that prays for me daily, and that will minister to me if I'm in a place where I need to be ministered to. And I thank God every day for them. And I ask that he continue to bless them. He continue to heal them and he continue to strengthen them because they have been the light in darkness, in my darkness for me at times. And I just want to publicly say thank you to Dorothy Goodman and to Diane McMullen. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Yes, because I know that Dorothy Goodman, this is my buddy, y'all. This is my buddy, Pastor David Jackson. But I know that Dorothy Goodman loved that David Jackson. Oh, yeah. Oh, Barbara, he's a good man. Oh, David, yeah, Barbara. Oh, yeah, she talks highly of her son-in-law. And do not fool with him if you don't want to get on that bad side. Even Sion is right. If she don't want to get on that bad side, don't don't fool with David. So she don't like it. Yeah, that's her son-in-law. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is wonderful, wonderful. All right, bro. After that, I'm coming. I'm gonna close your mic, Pastor David. All right, brother. After that, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you, sir. How are you? God bless. Highly favored. Good morning to you, Miss Barbara. Good morning to everybody listening out there this morning. First of all, I want to give God thanks for waking me up this morning. I thank you for life, health, and strength, keeping my right mind, allowing me to see another day. Thank you for the activity of my limbs. And I just thank him for just uh, who he is and me, what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, where he's taking me at. And I just thank God for his mercy and his grace that he ain't had to give me, but he gave me because of the love and the grace and mercy he gave to each and every person that is a believer, you know, through all, all our wrongdoing and our sin that we go through at times. You know, he's still faithful, still just, and, you know, he's a forgiving God. So I just I just thank God for what he's doing. And uh, I just thank God for this show. I thank God for you, Miss Barbara, 
and everybody that is, comes on the line and, you know, speaks. And if you don't speak, you're listening and tuning in. And we just thank God for this, the word that come forth and the the, the, the lessons that we learn uh, with the lessons that come forth and, you know, some spiritual food. And I just I thank God. I can't thank him enough. And uh, I just ask that y'all continue to pray for me and I continue to pray for y'all. And y'all have a blessed and wonderful day, the day and the rest of y'all week. And if I don't hear from y'all, or y'all don't hear from me the rest of the week, just know that I got my heart and mind on y'all, and I'm praying for y'all, and y'all have a blessed day today. Amen. Amen. Oh, Amen. I did want, I did want to say something about the oh, oh, about a Boaz and that. You know, I was, I have been here lately. I've been, you know, since I be riding, I be just listening to the Bible, but oh. You know, I, uh, last year, by the end of last year, uh, Ms. Barbara, you told me to read uh, Joshua. So I was in, I was uh, actually had read it, so I kind of knew the story a little bit. So, you know, it was very interesting to hear your illustration of it. And then, you know, after I read it, and then you illustrated it. So, you know, that was that was a blessing to me. So I was excited about that. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. God is faithful. He is that. He is faithful, and he will never leave us nor forsake us. He will be with us to the end. It's just what we believe. That's what it is. Good morning, Sister Rose Brown. God bless you this morning. God bless you, Wicked. I know you're enjoying them peaches. I know that. I'm enjoying mine. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. But, yeah, God is faithful, and and he just wants us to be faithful unto him. Stop making excuses. Yeah, he done nailed all that to the cross. Now we got to make this flesh come under subjection and walk up right before him daily. And it's all right. We're going to have some shortcomings, but that's what they are, shortcomings, not sins. Yeah. Yeah, but shortcomings. Yeah. Well, tonight, Lord, I just didn't feel like reading after dinner. I was going to read the scripture, but Lord, forgive me. I didn't get to it. Okay. But you've been faithful all other nights. But I said, now I ain't reading tonight. I'm just gonna go over here and eat much as I can hold. Now, now, that's no excuse. Have your decent dinner and get your reading done, or you may be studying. Cause see, sometimes I study and then sometimes I just read. Yeah. But again, this morning God is faithful. We're thankful unto Him. For all he has done, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do. Great and mighty things. Great and mighty things for his people. Because he's already doing it. We're living. We're breathing. We're able to move and get things done all because of him. Yeah, some of us he's given some extra things too. Yeah. And so I'm grateful. Unto him this morning and very thankful. Very thankful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we're moving right along this morning. And uh, I'm looking down the list out here. All right. I know I said good morning to Sister Samoa. 
If I had ten more dancers, we'd shift this room. I said, if I had ten more dancers, we'd shift this room. I said, if we had ten more dancers. One more time. God made it fail. God made it fail. Everything the devil tried. God made it fail. God made it fail. God made it fail. It made it fail. Everything that the devil tried. 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 Everything. That the devil, he tried to take my mind. He tried to take my joy. He tried to make me lose my life. He tried to make me lose my mind. Every, everything that the devil tried, but me. Spreading the love worldwide www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah, Pastor Brown this morning. God made it fail. Everything that the devil tried, God made it fail. Hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, Irene, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning, God bless you. How are you? Yes, good morning. Yes, I'm saying good morning, everyone. Um, I was just, I'm just going to say, I'm not a great speaker. I'm not real good at it, but then God blesses you and you love him so much, you just got to open your mouth and thank him. But I was thinking, Villa, won't I, Villa? And I think, shame on you. Shame on you. God is so good. God is so good to us all. He is a mighty God. He's he, he he's all powerful. He, he's just a God of of, of, of help in, in in times of need. A God of love. A God of goodness. A God of strength. And I think I just I might not say much, but I just want to thank him. I just want to thank him. I just want to worship him. I just want to love him because what he's done for us all, he is, we are so blessed in so many countries. We, you, you can't talk about God, but we can, and we are so blessed. And I thank you, Lord, for blessing us so much. I give you all the glory and I worship you. Thank you for all that you do for every one of us. Then we ask in your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Amen. 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 God bless you, Irene. And uh, that reminded me of this. Margaret called me yesterday and she said Daddy's groups and the ladies from her church invite her, but she says that she she don't go to the group really because the women in the group they speak so good and she can't speak like that. So I told her, I said, uh, uh Margaret. 
People want to hear what's in your heart. They want to hear the truth about you. Mm-hmm. They are not wanting you to write out a speech and, you know, make it sound, whatever. No, no, no. Just be yourself. And that's what God wants. That's what he wants. He wants realness, you know. Nobody, I can't speak like other people. I'm Barbara. I'm just going to speak like I speak. Uh, Shantae, my daughter, used to get on my mama, get your look here, and I tried. I tried for her sake. People won't think you have a degree, mom. What, what, they can think whatever they want, but I tried, and I did improve a little bit. I did improve a, a little bit. But for the most part, mm-hmm. I am just plain and simple, common, everyday people. I'm just an everyday person. With an everyday life, I have to cook, I have to eat, I have to have a shower, I have to have some kind of income like anybody else. So all me putting on all of this hoopla for folks, I can't do it. And if you're so educated, you can't understand the word of God when he said it's so plain and simple. Even a fool, a child can understand it. I don't know what to tell you. Now, if you don't understand the way I pronounce certain words, I understand that. I'm from the South. I'm from the country. <laughs> and I love it right now. Yeah, I'm from the South. I'm from the country. You know, I like horses. I, I, I like cows and pigs and all of that. And I love looking at it. Yeah, I love eating it too. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Chicken, fried chicken. Yeah, I, li- I like all the chicken and dumplings. I like all of that. <laughs> because I'm from the South. And I am who I am. You know, but God blessed me. What did Jim say? God blessed me that I can be here and somebody can understand me and somebody can come to him. Yeah, through Mm. whatever I said about him, he was able to capture their attention. I looked him up and he was able to draw somebody unto him. Hallelujah. And so that's all that matters. Look at Louis, dang fried chicken. Look at it. He ready. <laughs> he ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, go ahead on and dance, dear Thelma. Go to dance. Go to dance, dear Thelma. Everything that the devil. <laughs> you know, I got some beautiful people here. It's some beautiful folks here. And look after everything that the devil tried. He's going to pay her. I know that's right. And look at Jerry over there talking about, I'm a country girl. I know that's right. Yeah. We from the country. And we are who we are. We don't put on airs and all of that. I, I don't know how to be all of that. Now, I know if I go in certain places, I have to behave in a certain way. You know, I would never just go in a place and just start tearing up the place. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> I go to a restaurant, I'm going to have a seat. I wait until, uh, uh, when I walk in, if the waitress is on the service seating you, wait until they seat me if that's the routine. And once I'm seated, you know, then I wait for the server or the waitress to come and they take my drink order and then they come back and they ask if I'm ready to order, you know, orders, food, whatever. And it goes from it go from there. But I I don't have to pretend, you know, going there talking like I'm from England. I, I I'm not from England. I, I didn't come from the Queen's house. 
I gave a Mary and Prince Pittman. So that's who house I came out of. Yeah. Well, we ate country. <laughs> we ate country food. We talked slang. Yeah, that's what we did. Go over there. My daddy used to say, have me that there, right there, 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 uh, chair, right there, there. Have me that there. Yeah, that's how my dad used to talk. And he didn't say thank you all the time. He said, much obliged. That means thank you. <laughs> that's the way it was. And it's a common thing for me. And, and sometimes when I get with the, my old friends, you know, like uh, Jerry, Thelma, you know, we, we know the old talk. Look at Louis Tabahia Billy. I'm a spanky. I'm a spanky good. <laughs> yeah. We just country and we are who we are. Not everybody was born with a silver spoon in their mouth. And I thank God I, I, I never let society change me until I'm just miserable, but I'm living this way because this is what people expect out of me. But what you expect? I'm going to live how I live, but I'm happy. I'm joyful. I have joy. I have peace. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm living. Now, I'm not letting anybody put me in bondage. I want to can and I can't do it. And this is the way you carry yourself. And uh, you put your fork on this side and your spoon on. Look here. Put the utensils, put the utensils on the table. And I'll choose which one I want. You got to put them in a certain order. I'm 65. I know a fork from a spoon and a, a, a spoon from a knife. Just put it on the table. I'll just... <laughs> Look at him, man. <laughs> and this is what we do behind the scenes. We laugh. I read it. Uh, we chat and we laugh. Yeah. And so I'm just grateful unto the Lord just to be me. Just to be me. Yeah. And a lot of people, they like me because I'm me. You know, nothing fake about me. I'm not phony. I don't tell you I got more than I got. And I'm not uh, driving out, you know, in my luxury car and thinking everybody looking at me. Now I get in that rab and get on the way I got to go and come on back. Yeah. And I learned to back it in, but Louis. I backs it into the garage now. Yeah, I done graduated. Oh, yeah, I've learned, I've learned how, to, how to drive a little bit. <laughs> All of that, yeah. And I thank God. Look at that, I laughing. That's what she like to do, y'all, behind the scenes. She like to chat with me and laugh, yeah. And uh, I make a mistake in my typing, and I say that's the fat fingers again. All that tickles her, yeah. But uh, but we thank God. We thank God this morning for wholesome laughter, good laughter. You know, nothing fake, and we're not picking on or picking at nobody. You know, and so we just thank God for that. Yeah. So if no one else have anything to say, anybody else have something they would like to say in the studio? We have time. We have time. And the studio is open this morning. Pastor David say he loves his mother-in-law. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. I like that. Because that is true. Not many people like that mother-in-law. What? I love mine. I had a, 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 a decent mother-in-law. You know, I don't know what she did behind my back, but in my face, she was straight with me, you know. And uh, she would give me money. And one time she paid an attorney. I was in trouble again. And she paid the attorneys for me. 
Yeah, she was on the phone with him. Well, I don't want her going to jail. I want y'all to do what y'all got to do, whatever it costs. I thought to myself, oh, look at this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when my birthday comes, she would always remember your birthday tomorrow. I said, yeah. You want something special? I said, of course. But what do you want? I said, some of that money you got. That's what I she was like, go on. You, you're not supposed to ask for money. You're supposed to tell me a gift you want. I said, I'm paying this cash. That's what I want. And that woman could make me laugh until I cried. You hear me? Yeah, she was a, she was a good lady in her own right. But she had some a lot of faults, too, from her childhood. Yeah, she had a lot of trauma and drama from her childhood. So she did the very best, I believe, that she could. I think she could have did better if she'd have focused a little more, but uh, she she preferred to please the flesh. Uh-huh. That's the way she was. And so she did again the best that she could in that flesh. Yeah. So again, this morning, we give God glory. We give him honor. And we give him praise. And uh, it's all right today in Jesus' name. We just got to trust him. Yeah. So if no one else have anything they would like to say, I don't want to miss nobody. I will pray us out, and we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. And tomorrow is Testify Friday. So if you have a testimony, or you know someone <clears throat> who have a testimony, that you think the world should hear their testimony, feel free to let me know. Invite them to come. Yeah, because they'll get a chance to share their testimony. Hallelujah. I'm going to uh, pull up a testimony for someone myself tomorrow. And uh, we may start off with two or three, you know, good, you know, testimonies of what people, you know, have gone through and how God brought them out. And so, well, every testimony is a good testimony. Every testimony. Yeah, it's a good testimony. So we thank God. So let's pray. And uh, after prayer, I'm going to the last song of the morning. And uh, after the song, I won't be coming back. Hallelujah. God bless you today. God bless you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for all that has been said and done. Thank you for each one, Irene and Anthony and Jerry, and each one that called in today, Lord, Pastor David, to say something. I give you glory. I give you honor, Father, and I give you praise. And, Father, we ask this morning as we depart that, Father, you would bless our going out and bless our coming in. We ask that you would lead and guide us this day, all day, in the right path for your name's sake. And, Lord, let those that have nowhere to go in this heat, Lord, remind them of a place where they can go and get some coolness in the name of Jesus. At least some shade, Lord. Have mercy today, O God. Father, we ask as we depart this morning that, Lord, you would open every door, make every way for us. Lord, give us a mind and a heart to follow your lead because you're leading and guiding us in the right path for your name's sake. Because whatever you say it's going to be, Father, that's what it's going to be. We trust it. We believe. We thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Father, this morning we ask that you will fix our hearts again and regulate our minds today. 
We ask, Lord, that you would open again every door to us. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we ask that you would meet every need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Do it for us this morning. We thank you, Master. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you. But, Father, we realize this morning we need you like never before. And without you, we can do nothing. Again, this morning, move by your spirit for us. And, Father, give us the hearts and mind to follow your lead. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves the cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. June the 23rd, 2022, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye, and we're going to our last song of the morning. Have a blessed day, a blessed rest of your day. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Every day, yeah, any hour, any 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.